What it do, baby? It's your boy, Mr. Pro Fights Be Like, here on episode 33 of the Pro Fights Be Like podcast. And I have a very special guest with me, Dr. Hadia Nicole Green. Dr. Green, how you doing? I'm good, Brother Javon. How are you? You know, I'm over here uh, ready to uh, interview you. It's been a long time coming. I think we we booked this interview like... <laughs> Forever. 40 years ago, I feel like. Maybe it was like a month ago, though. 40 years in the mule. <laughs> <laughs> 40 years in the mule. You already know it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If y'all don't know who, go ahead. No, I'm happy to be here with you. Thank you so much for reaching out. I appreciate all of your support, your consistent, continued support. Um, thank you for all of everything that you've been doing. We had a, a huge um, giving day to support Black Charities. I appreciate you going live with me to help us fundraise. I appreciate your personal contribution. I'm excited about the partnership launches that you're covering. So I'm excited. I appreciate your support. Good looking out. Definitely, for sure. You know, we had to do a little something, something for the St. Louis native, you know, out of St. Louis, Missouri. If y'all don't know who Dr. Hadia Nicole Green is, she's a HBCU grad. She's a member of Delta Sigma Theta. And she's out curing cancer with laser technology. We just need to get to get her to funny, y'all. So we we gonna talk about that uh, in a little bit. But uh, let's let's learn a little bit about uh, Dr. Green. So Dr. Green, as I said, you from St. Louis, Missouri, correct? Yes, born and raised. Born and uh, raised. Uh, Throw the mails up. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated from U City High School. Um, and fun Black History fact: I was recently inducted into U City High School's Hall of Fame. Very yep. Yep. That's what's up, man. U City Hall of Fame, U City High School, and then you went to college and HBCU at that. Let's talk about your college days and uh, why you decided to join Delta. So, okay, so great question. So I left St. Louis and went to uh, Alabama A&M on a full academic scholarship. But before we talk about my experience at A&M, it's important because my journey with Delta started when I was a teenager, a preteen. And right. I, um, in the Dell teams, which is the mentoring programs the Deltas have to mentor middle school and high school girls. And then at the end of my um, high school career, my senior year, this, there was a year long rites of passage that the Deltas adopted from Ghana and brought back to St. Louis called the ARIA Rites of Passage Program. And it was, it instilled and focused on the principles of Kwanzaa, but it also, um, instilled a sense of responsibility to our community no matter where we go on the planet and it was such an enriching and an amazing experience to get grounded like that before I went off into the world and that was um, a huge part of my foundation so Delta started pouring into me into the making of me they were part of my village and part because I grew up I was raised by my aunt and uncle who, and I'm the first in my family to go to college. So to have the college educated women in our community put their arms around me and embrace me and see that I was making good grades and I was trying, I just needed a little boost. Like they became the village who raised this child. And all of my play mamas, all of my play aunties, all of my big sisters, my play cousins, my best friends, my best friend's mom, who I lived with for a while, um, my, the, the, <laughs> the soror who 
ended up getting me to Alabama A&M University on a full scholarship. Like they made some phone calls and was like, hey, we have this class president with, uh, you know, really good grades. And I, and I think I, I didn't have a 4.0 GPA, but it was above like a 3.8 or something. And so they basically paved the way for me to go to Alabama A&M University on a full scholarship. So I did not get there by myself. It was because of the Deltas in the St. Louis alumni chapter who put their arms around me, who loved on me, who fortified me, um, who gave me that sense of pride as a black woman, that sense of responsibility to the community that, that they instilled the community service, they instilled the excellence and scholarship. And there were little things like um, how to have pride without being arrogant. And we, um, part of our rites of passage, we had a, um, a cleansing ceremony and we had, well, we had to fast for like a month or two and then we had a cleansing ceremony and then we had a naming ceremony and this is a little known fact i don't think i've ever shared this before in an interview i don't exclusive content exclusive content <laughs> <laughs> so the elders in this excuse me the elders in the circle in the area rites of passage they gather all of us up and we're wearing you know, all white attire for the cleansing ceremony and we go into a naming ceremony. Um, and in the naming ceremony, they tell each of us that the name that they will give us is to remind us of our purpose in life. And every time someone calls our name is to remind us of our purpose in life. And they gave each of us 22 high school um, senior female girls, well, senior girls, they gave each of us an African name. And the name that they gave me was Hadia. Wow. Right. And so I later went on to legally change my name to Hadia. Wow. Yes. I've been thinking that was your real name this whole time. It is my real name. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm, no, sorry. No. I'm sorry. I'm that, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought. Is and because of that reaction, that's why I got my name legally changed. Like that's wow. on my license. That's on my legal government documents. Um, wow, I love it. Yeah, so I got my name legally changed, and this is to the credit of Delta. Wow. Um, and like on a national level, people don't know this, but the Deltas in St. Louis who knew me back when. Yeah. Yes, they, they know this is part of my journey. So when I went to Alabama A&M University on my full academic scholarship, I'm the first in the family to go to college. Yep. And I get there and that's when I actually started using it and embracing my, my whole self as mm -hmm. a, an African living in America um, without the direct lineage and direct connection to know exactly where I came from in Africa. But having that sense of pride in self, my HBCU experience was amazing. And my focus was on community service because like most HBCUs, they're right in the middle of underprivileged, underserved communities. And so I was very focused on serving the community, which is what was instilled in me from the St. Louis alumni chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. And when I got to the yard, and I started seeing the collegiate level of 
how fun fraternities and sororities can be. That did not appeal to me at all. Like I was a very serious young uh, woman. Oh man. I was very serious. I can only imagine how you were. I can't even um, think it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went in and I became a physics major and I had a 4.0 GPA the whole time I was an undergrad and I did not play games. Oh, uh, man. Mm. <laughs> And so I was really focused on keeping my GPA at a certain level because I wanted to go to graduate school. Yep. I wanted to pursue my dreams. And so um, pledging wasn't a priority to me in undergrad. Yeah. And I ended up being, I think I shared this with you before, Miss Alabama and m University Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go the way she doing the wave y'all in case <laughs> anybody who win queen who who's a queen at the hbcu every time they announce that they do the little wave so y'all dr green is doing a wave to me y'all <laughs> and it's legit she 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 a real queen she got it down pat so <laughs> took Leon and queen back to africa when the queen was a leader not just the beauty contestant winner oh yeah, yeah. She's your queen too. Let me stop before I get copyright infringement. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, queen. You know, it's funny. I cannot stop some of my classmates from AM from calling me that now. Hey, it's, it's like that for life. Like, what do you expect? Like, you. That's like the way life. Official name, Queen. Yeah, that's all it is. You know, you're going to change your name to Queen, Hadia, Nicole Green. <laughs> there you go. Shoot. Why not? You know? So, my bad. I get off. I get you off topic sometimes. You, you keep telling the story. So, I actually, I graduated from AM. And my uncle, like my aunt who raised me was diagnosed with cancer. I, I was her primary caregiver the last three months she was, uh, as she was making her transition from cancer. And then three months after that, my uncle was diagnosed with cancer and I left graduate school to go be his primary caregiver while he was going through chemo and radiation. And when he recovered from that first bout, yeah. Um, one of my mentors slash play moms asked me if I was interested and I should go out for the line. And yeah. So I ended up joining and crossing through St. Louis alumni chapter. It all came full circle. It all came full circle, which was so emotional and sentimental for me. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm mushy like that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was more special to me yeah and not that the, that I didn't have that bond with the women at Alabama A&M um but to come home and to have that process administered by women who loved me who helped raise me who um were part of my coming of age experience Mm -hmm. That was so special and meaningful to me. Like my experience was beautiful. It was spiritual. They shared, like some of those women were grandmothers and some of them knew some of the founders. Yeah. So I had an amazing, rich process. It was yeah. a beautiful experience. And, yeah, definitely. And if we can just side note for a second, I know a lot of people think, you know, hazing is the way to go and that you got to make people and some things you break, you can't put back together. 
Mm-hmm. And I know there is a culture where some people are really into that. But when I started reading the, the reading through the process and experiencing the process, it is so beautiful and yeah. so poetic and so spiritual and so enriching. It's like they didn't need your help to do a remix. It yeah. was perfect as intention as intended. Yeah, definitely. It was so beautiful and edifying. And if Black Americans really went back to the root, of, and I'm sure with the other organizations, that is just as beautiful, just as poetic, just as spiritual. Like yeah. our whole nation would rise up a couple levels, but yeah. we're already suffering from so much mental health and and emotional damage from yeah. just being black in America. Mm-hmm. Like if that process was more healing for yeah. all of us, like yeah. imagine that we could build our next Black Wall Street, our our next, you know, like we could rise up as a nation so much higher, so much faster yeah. if, if we eliminated the abuse that comes. So I didn't have that experience. And I know people say, oh, well, she's paper. No, we bonded. We spent time. It wasn't a yeah. retreat. It was a, a, a process that allowed us to bond and understand and appreciate our history. And it was beautiful. It yeah. Was- it's a beautiful experience. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thanks for sharing that. Because, uh, you know, a lot of people, whether, you know, they did some or didn't, people don't like to share what, what they did or even, like, just say, oh, it was great. Like, it's, it's just good to hear you say, oh, yeah, like, you know, just, I mean, and that's what I'm big on, too, as well. Like, if you're joining a fraternity or sorority, it should, of course, be for, you know, brotherhood, sisterhood, that, things of that nature, but also the enrichment, the history, things mm-hmm. of that nature, because there are some amazing people who have joined our fraternities and sororities. Mm-hmm. And as you learn the history of, you know, for me, for example, the history of Alpha Phi Alpha and how, you know, Garrett Morgan saved our fraternity, who, which Garrett Morgan is the guy who made the traffic light and yeah. the gas mask. He's yeah. an alpha. Um, he saved our fraternity, um, which this is, you know, all in history, like, um, but no, it's, it's good that you uh, actually said that, um, because I, I just hope that more people um, fo- look at the big, bigger picture. And that's, you know. And of course, I can't share like, you know, s- specific details. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like secrets. You can't, no, you can't do nothing. And rituals right. and. Yeah, know. of course not. But the core of what I was describing was the sisterhood of it all. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and that sisterhood experience for me was so beautiful. Like it literally was sisterly, was motherly, was best friendly. Like it was, yeah. <laughs> it was all encompassing and it was loving. Yes, it was. Yeah, loving. definitely. So um, what about, let's talk about uh, who's uh, Oralee, Oralee Smith. Okay, great question. So Aura Lee Smith is my aunt who raised me from age four, like right. my own daughter. And yep. I named my nonprofit, the Aura Lee Smith Cancer Research Foundation after her to pay homage yep. and um, to tr- make pay tribute to her for being the inspiration behind the work that I do. Um, she is, she was the matriarch of our family the cooker of Christmas and Thanksgiving dinner. 
She was a, a prayer, a prayer warrior, church going woman of God who believed in treating everybody right, who believed in um, pretty is as pretty does. And she was the type of person who you could not come in her home hungry and leave hungry. Like she was going to feed you. It didn't matter who you were. She loved people and she was a good woman. She was a mother of eight, a wife. And after raising eight children, she took me and my two brothers in and I was four. Like her youngest was like 20. And then she took in a four-year-old. So Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was more than a notion. Um, and she was the only mom I know biologically. Okay. Like, I remember my grandma, but I don't remember my biological mom. She passed when I was a baby. Yeah. And so my aunt, Orly, was the only mom I, I know. And she made sacrifices for me to be Dr. Green today. Yeah. Back then, you know, I didn't realize how much that meant. But now as an adult woman, I do. I appreciate that. Um, and the day after I graduated from Alabama A&M University, she, the whole family came down for my graduation. That's when she announced that she had what she referred to as woman's cancer. And she said that she would rather die than experience the side effects of chemo and radiation. And as I mentioned a little earlier, I was her primary caregiver the last year yeah. of life. And uh -huh. just to see her deteriorate the way she did to not be able to walk, to not be able to eat, to not be able to speak or take care of herself, like to go from the matriarch of our family to someone who had no independence at all like cancer literally debilitated her and all it was all consuming from the inside out it was completely devastated and i literally prayed about it and said you know um there has there has to be there has to be a better way and not even like I mentioned, not even three months later, my uncle who raised me was diagnosed with cancer and I was his caregiver and I saw how he um, suffered and was taken to the brink of death with the side effects of chemo and radiation. And it was just, if ever in history, this happened to the, the right person, because I had the right scientific background and the right setup in my family structure. Right, yep. For when this happened to me, I couldn't just go on with life and just grieve regularly. It was, you know, I actually had the scientific preparation to do something about it. I had interned at NASA, I had interned at University of Rochester Institute of Optics, I had interned in the, the one of the optics and laser labs at Alabama A&M University. So I went to graduate school with the specific focus to develop this cancer treatment using my background in lasers and optics and physics that didn't have the side effects of chemotherapy and radiation. Yeah. Wow. She got quite the story, y'all. Um, and uh, for those who, you know, tuned in to uh, our Instagram live a couple weeks ago, um, we probably spent about like an hour and a half on there. Um, and she just, you know, told us, you know, about, 
how uh, she was inspired to take this journey um, to become Dr. Green, the, the woman she is today. Um, so let, let's talk about the, uh, the uh, research and then uh, get into uh, what you need monetarily. <laughs> so, so in order to talk about the research, I was just thinking, like, in addition to my training in undergrad, I now have three degrees in physics. I've spent five years training at the Comprehensive Cancer Center at the University of Alabama at Birmingham and a year in the Department of Pathology. I've taken business courses at Emory, and our nonprofit is the first nonprofit in the state of Georgia's tech incubator. So, uh -huh. and, and I've, I've taken courses on tumor biology at Harvard and um, business development courses at John Hopkins. And, and so I've been, I'm a life learner, but I, and, and those things to me, I don't hang my hat on that, but I know some people can't hear me if they don't hear credentials first. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> so, like, and you earned them, so you can spit it all. You can say it every day if you wanted to, in my opinion. You earned it. Well, I appreciate that, but I also know, like, I don't, I don't wear that. Like, that doesn't, Be humble. It doesn't make me feel like, oh, I'm better than anybody. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm qualified to do what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and I tell people, like, Jesus didn't have a college degree, and he healed people, so I don't think it's necessary but it is something that I did earn and yep. do need to know. Well, some people need to know. They feel like they need to know in order to hear what I'm saying. Yeah. So I use my background in lasers and physics to develop um, a couple of different technologies that intersect. And okay. one of them is really tiny particles called nanoparticles. All that right activated by a laser so you shine a laser on these nanoparticles and they get hot enough to kill cancer gotcha. uh, and so it's a very local wow. specific target like it's a target area so if you take literally a laser pointer and you point it at the tumor where you yeah. where we've injected the nanoparticles you will only kill what's in the focus area everything mm. outside of the spot side of the spot size of the laser won't be impacted. Wow. Uh, and so it's very localized to the site of the tumor. So you don't, by design, you don't have systemic side effects. It's yeah. very, very localized. And so yeah. I'm excited about this. Um, and I know most people who develop a technology, it's typical to get investors and try to sell to the pharmaceutical company, that is not our objective. That is not our destiny. My commitment is to stay independent. And so, as I mentioned, I started the Aura Lee Smith Cancer Research Foundation to raise the money that we need to begin human clinical trials. Yeah. And this will allow us to keep this technology affordable and accessible for all and to keep us independent so that even my own family can afford this technology once we take it out of the laboratory and move it into hospitals. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, that independent thing is really big because I mean, and a lot of people kind of understand where, um, let's talk hip hop, for example, there are a lot of artists you know who are trying to be you know independent and not signed to labels because you know you sign on these labels and the labels give you 10 percent of what you actually make and things of that nature so it's uh it's, it's great that you're um doing an independent thing um but we do need to get you there so what do you need from us 
I need donations, 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 donations. We want to see some cash. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> we, we, we need to make it rain on the yes. uh, Orly <laughs> Smith Foundation. Right. For real. Real talk. Real talk. So a yeah. lot of people see that I've gotten awards on BET. I've been in the editor. Yep. 100 the power 100 i was just named as one of the 100 women of the century and i'm humble i'm grateful for yeah. the awards and the honors but they don't come with the money that we need to begin human trials and we are raising money to begin human trials the word is out if you haven't heard about us a lot of people have because the cancer patients are finding us and they're reaching out telling us they sent me home and told me there's nothing else we can do yeah and i be a guinea pig and every day we're having to turn cancer patients away because we haven't raised the money to begin human trials. And each person who hears this can donate at least $1. Yes. Like if, if I had $1 from everybody who heard what I was doing, we would have the money to begin human trials. I had an interview with Roland Martin that's had more than 14 million views on his Facebook page. If I had $1 for everybody who saw that interview, we would have the money. We would have been had the money yeah. human trials but people are praying for me they're concerned about my safety they are sending me suggestions if one more person tells me to ask Oprah <laughs> or Tyler Perry I'm going to scream if you can't come with their phone numbers and make a personal introduction please stop suggesting that yeah and donate at least one dollar if you can give more please do but our website where you can become a monthly donor if it's one dollar a month if you can do more, please do. But our website is O-R-A-L-E-E.org. Oralee.org. Like old school woman that she was. Oralee.org. O-R-A-L-E-E.org. And you can become a monthly donor at any amount. And we have other ways to give. On Cash App and Venmo, we are Oralee Foundation. You can yep. also shop with us on Amazon Smile yep. and select the Aura Lee Smith Cancer Research Foundation. And you shop, log in with your same Amazon login, your cart, your whole, everything pops up. And you shop, Amazon will donate on your behalf. And so we need people to convert their Amazon um, shopping to Amazon Smile and select us so that when you shop, Amazon will donate. Also, on Facebook, when you have a birthday, please donate your birthday on Facebook by creating a fundraiser. And whatever you can raise, whatever goal you set, every dollar counts. Every dollar adds up. If you are part of a church, if you're part of a fraternity, if you're part of a book club, a basketball team, whatever, if you can bring your team on board, if they're already collecting money, it's prostate cancer awareness in September, October is... Um, breast cancer awareness, and there's a cancer awareness month almost every month. So if your organization or your team is already raising money for another cancer charity, please, please, please adopt the Aura Lee Smith Cancer Research Foundation as your cancer charity of choice. And just to not throw shade, but just to keep it real for a second, some of these other major cancer organizations that our community raises money for. Yep say it <laughs> they raise over a billion dollars a year and there is no pink cure there is no american cure and some of these other organizations that help certain parts of the population they turn us away and not only are they not producing cures for cancer 
they're not funding black scientists at the same rate that they're funding other sciences. We're not getting invited to participate in the clinical trials. We're not benefiting from the businesses that they invest in with the money that we donate to them. Um, and so there are a lot of disparities and inequities that we are perpetuating by donating to these other cancer nonprofits. And I'm not saying names, but I am saying <laughs> choose the Aura Lee Smith Cancer Research Foundation as your cancer charity of choice and vet us, research us if that's necessary. But when you're donating to these other organizations, you should really look at how much overhead they have, how much money they're spending on marketing, how much money they're spending on salaries and how much money actually gets lost every year that they can't account for. Yeah. We are not raising money for hope. We're not raising money for awareness, which is important. Early detection saves lives all day long. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure every day. But we already have demonstrated with our technology, complete elimination of human cancer in mice after one treatment over the course of 15 days with no observable side effects, no chemo, no radiation. And Amazing. No yes. This is what we're raising money to take human trials and keep affordable. Yeah, definitely. Uh, hey, yeah, for real. No, for real. If y'all listening, make sure y'all go. Uh, donate to the Early Smith Foundation. Profiles be like has pledged a thousand dollars plus. Um, just today, um, I was on Amazon and I bought like a a lot of stuff on Amazon, and I went to Amazon Smile and used Early Smith Foundation. So I'm on. I I'm on board. So you know Thank I'm gonna you. do what I can to ensure that we get to that. What's the goal? Ten million. Yes, ten million. Ten million. Doing what I can to make sure we get to that ten million goal. Whenever the we the page, just, whenever you post, yep. Yes, we just reached our first one million. I'm really excited about that. Yep. That's a mm-hmm. milestone for a black female tech founder. Definitely, man. Oh my goodness. And That's amazing. 32 black female tech founders who have raised a million dollars or more for a company. And you met one of have you you met um I thought I thought I saw something that you met like one of the only 30 black women. What's, what was that? I yeah, can't remember what it I was. Have, I may have. Um, yeah, I don't know what it was. I'm, I'm not sure. But but no, that's what's up. Um, uh, we proud of the work you're doing. Thank um, you. You are, you are a St. Louis native, so that's why, you know, I try to go even harder because, you. you know, it's a lot of great people in St. Louis just like you who are doing, you know, great things. And this is a life-changing uh, event in a way um, because – just think when you get to that 10 million, how many lives you'll be changing. Yes. You know, so um, I definitely want to make sure people donate um, to orally.org, cash out memo, orally foundation. Uh, like she said, you know, go on Facebook when it's your birthday, use uh, orally Smith, orally foundation as your uh, charity of choice. When you're on Amazon, just shopping on Amazon. We all shop on Amazon. We, Amazon, they sell so much stuff during the day. I forget what the exact number is, but just imagine if some of those people just, you know, pick or Lee Smith Foundation as their charity on Amazon. So, oh, and then let me add, Instagram has a feature. When you go live on Instagram, there's a yeah on the left screen. You can select us. Like we're an official charity that you can select there. Oh, and this is new. So for. Giving Tuesday, which is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Delta yep. Sigma Theta Sorority, my own beloved sweet sorors, uh-huh. are 
Naming the Orally Foundation as one of the charities that we are going to support for Giving Tuesday. Um, That's what's up. Yes, I'm excited about that. So mark your calendars and make sure to choose. I'm about to mark mine right now. Let me go okay. in there. Here's some, some real quick. Yeah, We're very excited about that. We're very excited. We appreciate the brothers at Alpha Phi. Alpha. I might take a vacation day that day. It's that oh. big. <laughs> <laughs> December 1st. I got it. And we're very excited about launching the partnership, uh, our first official partnership with the brothers, your fraternity. Alpha hey, y'all. Uh, hey, y'all. Uh, hey. One, 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 one. All right. Let me stop playing. <laughs> I'm neutral. I'm neutral. Even though I got on the shirt, uh, alpha shirt right now, because we got this thing after it. And I also want to um, thank the the brothers, the Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. They're Eastern provinces leading the way in the partnership as well. So I'm excited about that. And I just got word today that the brothers of Omega Psi Phi Hey, that's what's up. That's, that's what's not up. official, official, official yet, but it's, it's, it's yeah. coming. It's yeah, it's coming. Official, but they, they gave word today, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. Excited. Definitely. Yes. Okay. Um, You got anything else you want to throw in there? Oh, yes. Please follow us at Dr. Hadia Green. That's D-R-H-A-D-I-Y-A-H, green like the color, and at Aura Lee Org, O-R-A-L-E-E Org. Just follow us on social media, tag your friends, like our stuff, post comments, and engage with us on social media and help us. We want to get our followers up to 100,000 followers for each page. Yeah, that's going to be lit. And you got a good team too, by the way. Um, they they really yes. there for the mission and yes. ensuring that you know it's, it's my those, team. yeah. Shout out to your team. They they yes, do a great job. Thank you, Go Team Orly. You guys are yeah. a blessing. I am so grateful and thankful to have you guys in my corner. Like I could not do what I'm doing without you guys. If you're interested in becoming a volunteer and you have time to commit at least a year, three to five hours a week at least then send us an email at info at auralee.org. We love to Cool. That was info at auralee.org if y'all want to volunteer. Um, and it doesn't matter what area you're in either, correct? Correct. Like, we need people to proofread emails and help with, like, everything from creating flyers to um, following up for, you know, just administrative things we need help with so right okay yeah. cool you don't have to be a scientist <laughs> i was about to say you know because uh some some people like when you when i found out you was you physics i was like oh my goodness she uh i couldn't even think of the first thing from physics class i didn't forgot everything like all that like science is just i don't i ain't gonna get into it i ain't gonna tell you about my uh, worries about science um and <laughs> how it's haunted my life but uh I'm sure we'll have more interviews. Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. We definitely going to have you in the future. So, uh, well, if there's nothing else, uh, y'all heard, y'all heard her, Dr. Green, Dr. Hadia Nicole Green, um, Early Smith Foundation. Um, she's trying to cure this cancer, y'all. So we, we need that money to flow in. We, like I said, we got to make it rain on the Early Foundation. So y'all know how to follow her, Dr. Hadia Nicole Green on everything and then orally or 
Um, make sure y'all Amazon smile once again. Make sure y'all changing y'all settings on Amazon because y'all know y'all spent like five hundred dollars a month at Amazon anyway. Why not have them donate some of that to the Orly Foundation? Um, and also just make your donate, your donate, yeah, your donations to Cash App and Venmo, as well as uh, text Aura to seven one seven seven seven. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, cool. Yes. Yeah, see, I, I I got your back. I I got some. I got a little some some over here, you know. Yeah. You, I see you. I'm pretty much a volunteer. I feel like anyway. So. Oh yeah, make you honorary. <laughs> I'm honorary. Yeah, I'll take that honorary. Shoot, I'll, I'll take that all day, any day. Um, but no, we we got a we got a black woman who's a scientist doing great things. Uh, make sure you follow her on all her platforms as well as donate. I'm Mr. Pro Fights Be Like. This is the Pro Fights Be Like podcast, and we are signing off. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thank you for having me. <laughs>